0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host Austin Hill. Today we are in part six in our conversation on feeling stuck. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, we've got to make it as specific as possible, and that's where the question asking someone who's who's helpful to come alongside and ask ask curious questions, and allow you to just answer. You know, I was meeting with someone last week, someone I care about deeply, and they were dealing with some major anxiety and depression and even thoughts of suicide. And like the beginning of the conversation kind of started with really just trying to get a sense of, of, of that question, right? What's wrong. And this person started to name off all these things in the world that were wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, This is blowing up. This is wrong. All these people, everyone's just going along with this this system that's broken and i listened and i and i wasn't judging but i was really through question asking really tried to guide this person towards yeah but what about you right yes. how does how does this imp- how does all this impact your life today like let's get our feet on the ground okay i get it it's fine to talk about the world. It's fine to talk about other people, but let's get our feet on the ground. Right. And let's, let's like, let's, let's touch something with our hands. Let's get grounded here. And let's, let's ask, yeah, but how does this affect you? What's going on in you? And it was so interesting that in that moment, he just kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, I mean, I, It was a little bit of an aha moment where it's like, I've been so focused on all this stuff that I've neglected myself. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what happens, right? When we get get self-centered and others controlling is we get so preoccupied with what others are or aren't doing or society, what society is and isn't doing that at the end of the day, um the only thing we have control over is is what we do and what we don't yeah. do and we i think we're going to have a higher probability of 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 being healthy if that's where the the majority of our focus is on like how can i make the world a better place how can i live out my values how can i serve the way that i think others should serve it's like i can do something about how i choose to engage in the world i can't i can't decide and dictate how others do and why, why do I even want to in the first place? Because it's, it's ultimately just going to continue to lead me towards anxiety because,
1: because those are, those are decisions for that person
0: to make and not me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a great, one of our coworkers at the refuge has been using this uh, Jim and rich quite a bit. Uh, it's an exaggerated sense of control as the enemy of trust. Mm. So it's can i control what it is that i'm upset about and that in because the reality is you can't control what you can't control and that feels horrible the feeling of out, that feeling of being out of control is miserable so how do we get back out of that rut is identifying what you can control because there's so we all have a ton of choice and a ton of agency to, con- to choose how we respond to things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that is, we lose track of what is actually within our control when we focus on all the things outside of our control. It's one of the reasons why people get so angry and polarized about politics because we're talking about things that are way outside of our control or why people get so, so angry and frustrated within the church about how things should or should not be done because they feel like they have an exaggerated amount of control over things when they actually don't have control over how someone feels. We can't control how people feel. And because we are, that scares us, we try to control them. And then lo and behold, we can't control them. They don't do what we want them to do. And we feel like we feel out of control because we are out of control about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So there's a sense oftentimes where we feel stuck, hopeless, judgmental, sense of dread, all is lost, focused on what isn't. There's no other way um and we've talked about ways to remedy this cuz there's a way to get unstuck and firstly it's to slow down secondly take inventory what's going on in me example used was writing out what our thoughts are thirdly find someone who can help who can ask good questions and process what's going on in us fourthly lastly productive action um we have to do something right we have to do something oftentimes in therapy um, well I don't want to say that. I don't want to globalize it. I think I think in poor therapy what what can happen is we just or even in a religious setting and confession um we 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 start on a good trajectory but we we stop short and often what that stop short looks like is we'll in a religious setting we'll confess all that's wrong or in a or in a therapeutic session we'll we'll process, you know, we'll slow down, we'll we'll go to the therapy session, we'll we'll share a bunch, but then it stops there. And I think, I think where the,
1: where the power, where the rubber hits the road is it's got to result in some sort of productive action. Yeah. So Um, what you just listed was you were being honest. Someone was being honest about these are the things that bug me. These are the things that hurt me, but you stopped short. You were just being honest.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part seven in our conversation. We'll see you then.